Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Doing Much on Dirt. I'm your host, Evan McCrory. This is episode number seven. And today I had a guest on. He's a front wheel driver, Hornet driver, bang bang, or whatever type of race cars you like to call them, bombers, whatever. Uh, he races them and he wins a lot in them. He has like 17 career feature wins. He's a multiple time track champion at Lawrence County. He's ran good on the national level and he's starting to get his name out there even more. And he's going to try to do that this weekend at the Winter Freeze at Screven Motorsports Park in Georgia. Uh, 19K to win. I already talked about it enough, but uh, me and Justin get into that event a little bit, talk about it, some of his goals in racing, just uh, get to know him about him a good bit. And he's a good dude. Hopefully I get to see him this weekend. Like I said, there might be some weather in the area. Might postpone or change up some things about the event. Uh, I certainly hope not. Uh, two races also in the area have already been canceled. Just already scrapped for the weekend because they have cars coming from far away. Probably just as far as scrapping, but bigger series. We have the Short Track Super Series Big Blocks. They're supposed to be at Lakeview. And for Sonoya Raceway, they're supposed to have the All-Star Circuit of Champions. They were going to be there Friday and Saturday, the 3rd and 4th. Uh, that's the second year in a row for All-Stars get canceled there. And I just hope they keep it, keep trying it. I hope it's not like a Grassy Smith situation for the Lucas race that's got canceled at Cherokee for the last two years. And then this year, it's just not even on schedule. Which, that's a big, like I think I've said before in here, that's a big kick to... North Carolina, South Carolina, late model racing because they don't have any national series races anymore. The biggest is Blue Gray 100 and XR, probably not confirmed, like I've said, but um, yeah, because World of Outlaws is off schedule for two now. Lucas, I just hope that with rain cancellations happening like multiple years in a row, that just doesn't scare off series when it's not the track's fault and they just kind of get thrown into bad luck, like. It, Poor Sonoy in this situation, poor for Lakeview as well. All, all, both of those are two good tracks. Uh, Going to be making out Sonoy this year, and obviously Lakeview. I live about an hour and a half from Lakeview. Three hours for Sonoy, though. That's a, little, that's a little bit of a trip. But also in today's episode, before we get to the Justin Harris uh, interview, I'm going to be talking about the Lucas season and talking about uh, who's won so far? Brandon Overton won the first night, uh, the Super Bowl of racing at Golden Isles. He won Thursday. And then Friday was an incredible race between just random bum came up off the road. Kyle Larson wins one of the best races of the year so far against Overton and Ricky Thornton Jr. And then uh, Saturday night for the 25K to win, it was the same thing for Overton. He got stuck on the low side. That's what part of the track he felt the most comfortable in. And Overton just stepped on it on the high side and just got him. It, great race. I'm a big fan of both of them. So happy for Brandon. Heartbroken for Ricky. But Ricky got his get back and won at Bubba last night, Sunday night. And currently, I actually have the heat races up beside me right now. Ashton Winger's leading. Matt Cosner behind him. Shout out, Matt Cosner. Even though he's probably wrecked you on the World of Outlaws dirt racing game. Probably. Like, he's done to me. I'm trying to think... Yeah, he's a super, not a pro in that game. Um, Lucas is continuing their speed weeks tonight at Bubba Raceway Park on Monday. And then they're going to take a couple of days off. And then this weekend, they're going to be at in Lake City, Florida for Alltech Raceway. Another good Florida track. If you remember two years ago, Larson killed the field by like 16 seconds, 15 seconds, something like that, which just doesn't happen. 
in this type of racing. It doesn't matter how dominant it is. Maybe Devonport would have done something like that last year. Like, they lapped into the top eight for that race. But you, you just never know what's going to happen at some of these races. Like, Larson showing up and those uh, the other guys. Like, Ashton Winker doing great, even though he won the 604 at East Bay on Saturday night. You just don't know what's going to happen. It's very unpredictable so far. A lot of the full-time guys for Lucas have been struggling or just not doing good. And even a lot of the low guys that are at the Lucas races are not doing awesome. Like uh, Max Blair and Boom Briggs gotten a huge wreck. Uh, what was that, Friday night? I think it was Thursday or Friday night. And then there's a big wreck with uh, Herb Jr., Dennis Herb Jr., and McCready last night. Herb got stuck on top of McCready. It became like a 45-minute red flag for no reason. They should have sped that up. And track was really tacky last night. It's the opposite tonight. It's going to rubber up really quickly. Um, I think that's all about I have to say about Lucas. Um, everybody's been waiting for weeks for the Ultimate Super Late Models schedule. And they had their banquet this past weekend in Tennessee. Zach Mitchell got to finally celebrate his championship. Uh, getting his uh, fourth out of the last five years, I believe. Clay Knight won the only other one in 2021. Um, it's looking like their schedule is going to be... Uh, the people Ultimate said they're hoping it comes out on Monday. Uh, this upcoming Monday, which is going to be February 6th. Hopefully they'll have all their uh, schedules out because they do other series, not just in the Southeast. But I'm mostly just going to be paying attention to their Southeast Late Model, Super Late Model Series. Because that's what I'm going to be following. Congrats, Ashton, when you're on his heat race. Uh, I just watched. He was a quick time tonight, which uh, me and Michael, we were talking about how we think that Ashton's one of the most talented people. Like... But just you need to find a good car owner for him that reins him in and stuff like that. But uh, I just hope the ultimate schedule finally gets out so we're able to iron out a bunch of final schedule things. And it, it just works out and they're able to have a good season in different tracks, trying new things. Uh, they're trying to pay 10 k to win for each race, which that's also a big bump. Uh, I believe they had a bunch of fives and sevens last year, which... You, it's hard to pull in a lot of guys from a distance if it's under 10. It really is. Or even 15. It's starting to get towards 15. So you don't want to be too far behind on the curve there. And besides Ultimate, SEDRA had their adjustment to their schedule where they're not going to have to have a different race in October um, like Little River was originally supposed to be. They are going to be counted as an alternate points race for Florence Speedway for the King of the Compacts. And... Awesome race, awesome event. It's now actually currently the biggest race at Florence Speedway this season. You hear me talk a little bit about that with Justin in the interview in a couple minutes. But, yeah, I just uh, hope it's going to be a great season for SCDRA. We have our final class schedule. It's already been out for a while. I'm going to preview that a little bit closer to the season. Thing, thing, same thing with Carolina Sprint Tour, but they add a couple races at the end like they're uh, I believe September and October races, a couple of those aren't fully confirmed yet. But I have a feeling, you kind of can tell off last year's schedule where it's going to be. Kind of like uh, Fayetteville and places like that. And uh, speaking of Fayetteville, I'm going to be covering and going to select events at Fayetteville to well, as well to finalize my 2023 track schedule. For the 2023 track schedule, obviously we've already talked about, Cherokee's going to be on there. That's probably going to be my most visited we have East Lincoln. I know a good bit of people there, and I kind of understand some of the series more and know a decent bit, but I'm obviously going to dig in more. And then we have Carolina Speedway is my only Friday track. Um, 
originally, I'm going to be honest, Lawrence County was going to be the fourth track that Fayetteville eventually uh, replaced because they were another Friday track. And next year, I know there's a couple of Georgia tracks that kind of partner up, and they're also Fridays. I think that's uh, Tacoa and Lavona, and I don't know about Swainsboro. Swainsboro is in that same area, but I believe, but I think they're a Saturday. Um, but since Lawrence Switch, uh, it's a Saturday, I'm going to be doing Fayetteville. I'm going to be at the final night of the Fayetteville Speed, uh, North Carolina Speed Week, and hopefully a Carolina Sprint Tour Race, Clash Race, May. Uh, the Clash Race in May, I think, is for 10K, and that's a big event, big deal for Clash. Um, happy for them having, they go to Fayetteville three times, four times, and I think it's their most visited track. Uh, besides Cherokee, Cherokee might be tied with how many events they have. I know they have three at Cherokee, I believe. Uh, but besides that, I think that is going to be it for the other stuff to talk about. Um, actually, later, or ne next week's episode, I'm going to be having on Carolina Sprint Tour member and racer Ben McCall. He's going to be joining me. Talk to him, same thing, kind of like Justin, figure out what his goals for 2023 is going to be, just learn about him, places he's won, or some of his favorite tracks, where he wants to go to, but that's going to be in next week's episode. Uh, I have stickers coming in this week, and I'm going to be posting on the social medias how I'm going to be getting out stickers if you're not going to be seeing me in person. It's going to be like you just cash at me, probably 3 $4, or I'm probably going to do like $3 a sticker. And then like 50 cents for postage, I'm just going to ship it in regular mail. It's not going to be like UPS package or anything, obviously. Um, probably going to do like a one for three, two for five deal with the stickers. And also, I have hats already ordered and placed. I already have a bunch of people, or 10 people, or 10 hats already sold. I ordered a couple more. So if you're interested in getting a hat, just hit me up on any of the social medias. I'll post when they come in. It's going to be really cool. It's like, I don't know if I would call this cowboy style or like ranch style or whatever, but I have, it's going to be the white lettering on top says Doomwitch, and then it's going to be a little black late model, and then it's going to say On Dirt on the bottom. Uh, cool little design, easy, simple design. Um, might do some logo hats eventually. I have a I have a friend that wants to get some, uh, he wants a flat brim, that's his type of hat. Just wear a Richardson 112. It's this like slickest like mesh hat these days to me. It's like the what do you call it? The Bass Pro Shop style, just trucker hat kind of. Um, yeah, I got those order. I can't wait to see what they look like and uh, stickers. I'm gonna have plenty of them for a while. They're gonna be two inch by two inch, so not bad size. Put them on your car anywhere you put stickers. When you eventually get them, just send me photos. But before we get into interview with Justin, that's going to end the podcast after. I'm not going to do any little thing after. So if you don't already follow me on social medias, it's Do Much on Dirt, D-U-N-E-W-I-C-H on Dirt. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I have a YouTube. I only have one of the episodes on there. I'll be doing shorts on the TikToks for the events coming up. I hope to see you guys at the Winter Freeze if it's happening. Uh, stay up with all the updates of any postponements, cancellations, any schedule changes. It'll be all on my, mostly on my Twitter, but I'll also keep the Facebook and Instagram stories updated about it. And I hope to see you guys there. And next week episode, I'm going to be talking about the next couple of races I'm going to be going to after that and hopefully reviewing the winter freeze and then having been at the end of the episode. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you guys the listening. Uh, 
listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Justin Harris, and I will see you guys next week after the freeze. I got today's guest on the line with me, Justin Harris. He is a multi-time winner all over the place. Uh, Harris, Traveler's Rest, Lawrence County, Tacoa. Almost won a dirt track in 2021 for the Hornets at the Short Track World Championship. He, he's done it all in this in the area. And next weekend, he's going to be at Scriven for the Winter Freeze, uh, competing in the 19K win uh, front-wheel drive feature. Justin, how you doing? Pretty good. How about you? I'm oh, doing good, doing good. Uh, so to start it off, like, how'd you start racing? Like, how was racing like introduced to your life, and how long you been racing yourself? My family's been racing since they moved to South Carolina in the nineties, and I to, in 2020 I finally decided to get me a car. Then it's pretty much been uphill since then. Definitely seems like I, I tried going back and finding some of your stats like on my race pass and stuff, and it didn't have that much. I thought it just wasn't my race pass thing, but I didn't know you'd only been racing. This is like your fourth season going into. I took off of uh, 2021. Somebody wanted my car more than I did, so I had to let it go to them, and it helped a little boy get started. So- nice. Uh, last time I think I saw you race in person was at Harris in August of 2021. I don't yeah. know which race that was. God, it was like, it was like middle, middle of August. I remember you won. It was a total wreck fest. <laughs> uh, yeah, you won it. I knew about you a little bit before then because of Cody Verbos. Oh yeah. Cody Verbos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm also going to be covering East Lincoln this year. So stay up with them boys and what drama happens. I like, you know, it's, right. you know, it's always something with them. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Those are good guys though. But, uh, how many races have you won so far and have you gotten any track championships or anything besides like the dirt track world championship runner up? I have, uh, 17 victories. Uh, at like five different tracks, and I have two track championships at Lawrence 2020 and this year 2022. Awesome. So, are you going to be going back to uh, Lawrence County this year full time? I'm going to try to venture on out a little bit more, and because I got some people that want to see me race down in Georgia, so I'm going to go and try to support all these tracks and try to do good for the front wheel derived division. So you're saying you want to go to a couple more tracks in Georgia. Which ones are those going to be at, and what like are you going to be covering? Any, like going along with any series in Georgia, or you're just going to be kind of pick and choose? I want to run some of the SEDRA stuff and some of the SEHA races. Mm-hmm. Just trying to venture out more there, and I think we're going to end up going to Kentucky sometime this year. Oh, uh, you're going to go up to Florence? Yep. Yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome to see at King of uh, King of the Compacts. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's probably the biggest race left at Florence since the Dirt Track World Championship left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome for them. Kel Carr and all those guys over there, they put on a great show with SEDRA, and can't wait to be there two weeks for Scriven. Uh, have you ever been to the Winter Freeze before? I went last year and got kind of mixed up on the qualifying and lineup and had to start dead last, and I ended up making mm. my way to – I think six, and they was only taking the top five. Ah, uh, oh, for uh, that transfer into the main. Yep. Oh, 
Yeah, definitely. Look, since you're just driving through the field like that, there, and since you know how the format and stuff like that, there should be no issue with you getting to the feature this year unless something crazy happens. I hope so. I'm. I mean, I hope I do good in this little Cavalier. I got. I know I'm severely outgunned when I'm racing against these Hondas, but I just like to get up there and race with Eddie McGrew, uh, yeah. John Wyndham, and all them. Yeah, it's it's really going to be a good show. So, uh, you have one car right now, or you have two cars right now? Because I've seen you posting like two different cars. Yeah, we have two cars right now. We have a, a 243 that's driven by my little brother. Then I have my number one. Yeah, so the one that's going to be the one going to scrub, and I saw you getting it worked on. Was that last night? Yeah, that was uh, Jason Waters getting it tuned up. Yeah, I, I follow him on Facebook. He's doing. It seems like he's doing everybody's cars for it. For the event oh yeah he's the man right now where is he out of he's out of uh powder springs georgia was that by atlanta yep oh so that was a good drive for you <laughs> oh yeah it was a it was a ride <laughs> <laughs> so uh besides like going to georgia and run some of the sadra stuff do you have any other goals or any other like uh things you want to accomplish this year well, I have uh, this little boy that just moved in with me. I'm helping take care of him. He wants to start racing, so I think I'm going to end up getting him a car and see what he can do. Awesome. So uh, you said for years you your whole family is in racing and stuff. Why did it take you until 2020 to really get behind the wheel? I, I really don't know. I mean, I just finally got the urge. I've always got the bug get uh his cars ready for the race when dustin morris and rod tucker when they dominated and we just kind of i kind of wanted that feeling so that's when i decided to get me one it's awesome you definitely helped out and you're definitely like a fan favorite i feel like around the carolinas it feels like you're one of the first names that people already mentioned when you talk about front wheel drive racing in the carolinas people i've people i know and talk to so you've already put your name out there really quickly compared to a bunch of the other guys it seems like that's awesome i mean i'm basically doing it everything for the fans if it wasn't for them you know i don't get to do this on the weekends now uh so what was it last year and the year before you were running lauren's on fridays and then um harris on saturdays with it looking like uh, Lawrence was going to Saturdays and like blocking up kind of the both days for that and Harris, was that also one of the reasons you wanted to go beyond or were you going to do that either way? I mean, I just try to try to get every track that I possibly can. And uh, TR always ran on Fridays in Livonia. Now you got another track that's coming up in Buffalo. I'm going to try to hit that up on Fridays. Probably try to jump around a little bit on Saturdays. Yeah, I I knew Buffalo was coming back, but I just haven't seen anything really on Facebook or anything about like schedules or anything or like any opening days about it. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean they've uh, Robbie Jennings is one that's going to be running it, and he's working on it right now. So they're trying to get a date where they could be open. It just has a lot of work that needs to be done to that place. Okay. Uh, see, uh, another track that's also going through like a reconfiguring, rebranding, and stuff uh, is Little River over in, around uh, around Augusta. Uh, oh yeah, Modoc. Yeah, Modoc. Yeah, they were 
I, I went there for the last like extreme dirt or the dirt car series race they had there. Yeah, it just it wasn't anything too special <laughs> compared to the other tracks I've been around. So, do you have any like dream tracks or any dream places you want to go to try to race at? It doesn't have to be on dirt; it can be any type of racetrack. You not know you'll probably pick dirt. I would probably say Eldora. Yep, <laughs> I feel like that's a lot of that's like eighty percent of people's answer. Just how legendary it is. Oh yeah, and it, the speed that you'd probably carry there would probably be crazy. Yeah, I, I was there for the million, this uh, the late model million. I'll be back for the sprint million in July. It, it was just insane. That was my first time there. Like, you're in the end field there, and just looking up at the banking, it doesn't seem like that, like, watching it. Oh, I bet. Person, like, the wall is significantly way above you when you're, like, looking at the turn three wall, like, sitting standing in the infield by the haulers. It's just, it's insane. The, the tunnels, the cheap beers they got there, the cheap drinks, it, it's crazy. I <laughs> love it, but... Hopefully, it just doesn't get ruined by rain this year like it did last year. That's a fact. Yeah. It, isn't rain just like the biggest kick in the dick to any to any anybody related in racing? It, it, it just – nothing worse than rain. I would love to race at like a track inside of a dome like Gateway. Okay, here – well, I can I can get a hold. We can get a hold of the right people. We can get a hold of O'Kelly and SCDRA people and try to throw in a bid to get the Hornets to – Hornets to Gateway for 2023. Oh yeah, that would be crazy. They would, they probably wouldn't have enough parking. No, there's no way, especially if they bring back the modified Sioux. I mean, look, last year they had midgets there as well, but um, imagine somehow you're able to fit the parking of midgets, compacts, uh, modifieds, and the late models. Like, <laughs> imagine that is just a whole big event. It would probably be the greatest show on dirt. Or let's try to get it to another dome and have a separate event. Hey, that's fine too. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it outside. Eh, never mind, not Charlotte because that's not a dome. Uh, Atlanta would be too expensive. Uh, let's do it at Indy, same week as PRI. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be kind of that would kind of turn it into Chili Bowl a little bit. Call that the king of the compacts. No disrespect, Florence, though. But, uh, Oh yeah, for sure. Do you have any uh, anybody you want to shout out? Any of your sponsors and, and just anything you want to say before we jump off this? Oh yeah, I got H and S Racing, and my dad he builds my chassis, and my uncle uh, Tim he builds my engines JRE. Uh, I got uh, Voltage Energy; uh, they do solar panels and generators. Then I got Destination Power Sports. Uh, I got Brad built. I got AmeriClean. That's one of my He's like family, and he's helped me a lot this year to try to get to the scrubbing race. I had uh, Valvoline's Fresh Care Towing, Williams and Sons Auto Salvage, Tucker Recycling, uh, Trust and Few Property Management, that, and all my help and just my girlfriend and my little girl and my little boy, all the help that people and support me, I couldn't do it without them. That's awesome to hear. But uh, I'm gonna let you get off of this in just a second. We're uh, it's been awesome having you on the show. Uh, I can't wait to see you out scrubbing, see how good you do. You're gonna be one of my picks, even though you might not feel like that. I don't know, but I just written written pretty do good. I've known about you for a while. It's actually, I think it's our first time actually talking. 
but I'll I'll be out there at Scrub and I'll I'll show my face. <laughs> uh, Looking forward to that. Yeah, it'll, ten days. Uh, how far of a drive is that for you? Because it's about two fifteen for me. I'm I'm in Columbia. Uh, it's uh, I think three and a half hours for me. Oh, and yeah, it's not too bad. I, I'm I'm gonna be heading there Friday after I get off work, so I'll be there for the evening Friday and all day Saturday. Okay, hope to see you there then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, today's guest, Justin Harris. Good luck, buddy, and we will see you at Screven.